peace from God our Father, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our text end for this fifth Sunday in Lent is from the Gospel of Mark, which we just read a few moments ago, and it'll serve as the basis for this day's meditation. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I want to begin this morning by saying, wow. What a contrast we have in our text. James and John versus Jesus. Selfish ambition versus self-sacrifice. It's unbelievable, isn't it? James and John, they want to be lords over all the others. They want to be in a position of authority and great power. They want to be the one who has the power. They want to be one on the left and the other on the right, rather than being servants, which the Lord wants them to be. Two different ways. Two different ways of life. Two different mindsets. Now you would think that these two could never exist together. But the truth is, they do. For example, let's take John Doe. John Doe is a fine Christian husband. He is a good provider and a stable family member. But once in a while, just ask his wife Jane how John Doe shows his old Adam's desire to rule over everything and everyone. He wants to be a lord. He wants people to respond to his demands. He wants to dictate things. He wants to insist on having his own way. Once in a while, John Doe, he won't forget the wrongs of others. And instead, he wants vengeance, revenge, as it were. You see, like you and like me, John Doe has a struggle. A war going on inside. He wants everything to go down his own way. We had the same sinful nature, just as James did, just as John did. We want to be Lord over others, just like James and John. That's what they strive to do. Fact is, we want things to be our own way too. But you see, Jesus, the Lord, he has different plans for each and for every one of us. He reminds Jesus, or I should say, Jesus reminds James and John, as well as all of us who are here today, that we should seek to become the greatest in God's way. You see, looking at our text for today, we unequivocally see how we are to do just that. Holy Scripture says, our way is not God's way. God's way of being the greatest is a way which is different from and greater than the way the world looks at greatness. The way of God is the way of service, the way of servanthood, and the way of self-sacrifice. You see, as servants of Christ, it is our Christian duty our task to serve one another out of love and be willing and have a willing heart just as 
verse 43 says that greatness in the kingdom of God is measured by the readiness and the amounts of ministrations rendered to Christ's people. Of course, this is all done to the glory of God. You see, the way of the world is horrible. The way of the world is the way of power, prestige, authority, self-righteousness, self-serving. Every one of us here, this very day, has a desire in our old Adam to be the master, to be the boss, to be the chief, with others being, well, below us, beneath us. The desire of being a cut above the rest is shown by stepping on the backs of others. You see, that, my friends, is the way of the world. But God's way of being the greatest it's far different than what we see in the world. His way of greatness begins and stays at the bottom, upholding those who are above. You see, God's way of being the greatest is exemplified for us in the person and work of Jesus Christ, who gives us the power and freedom to serve. Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, he sets aside his glory and status to serve us. He did this to come to earth, to be served by us, but to serve us also. You see, Jesus made himself of no reputation. In other words, what Holy Scripture says is he says, he, that is Jesus, was in the form of God did not count equality with God, but made himself nothing, taking the form of the servant, being born in the likeness of man, and being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, yes, even death, on the cross. Although he was infinitely great himself, omnipotent to lord it over all, he came, his incarnation, on a mission which is the very opposite. Jesus the Christ came to give his life as a ransom for many. And the purpose of his life was to give and not to receive or to take. Scripture says, Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. In heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And here's the key. To the glory of God the Father. You see, that's where we're at today in our Latin journey. We are here to serve God, to love God, and to serve and love one another. No games, no talk back, no horseplay, Whatever it is you want to call it, this is not our church, this is God's church. And Martin Luther said it best, and he says, as I quote, A Christian is a perfectly free Lord of all, subject to no one. A Christian is a perfectly dutiful servant of all, again, subject to all. We become free through faith in Christ who sustains us until we take our place in his kingdom. This faith 
clings to Christ's promises. It honors him with obedience and motivates our service. Luther goes on to say, Although Christians are free from all works as a means of salvation, they ought in all of their liberty to empty themselves, to take upon themselves the form of a servant and serve, help, and in every way deal with their neighbors. Lovingly, he adds, as they see that God through Christ has dealt with and still deals with each of us this day. Now this servanthood that Luther talks about, they do freely, having regard for nothing but the divine approval and to please the Almighty. My dear friends in Christ, what exactly is a pastor that you're saying? Well, this is what I'm saying. We are here to receive the gifts that God gives us, to love one another, to live in his kingdom without strife, without fight, without manipulation. My dear friends, I pray that you would experience the joy and the love and the grace of our almighty God, that he grants to you the ability to serve him and to love one another. I pray that you may live your life according to his will and to what is right and salutary in his eyes. And why, you ask? So that you too may be the greatest in his kingdom. What more is there to say? But then amen. So say it. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which transcends all human understanding, may he keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Go and love one another. Amen. Please stand. Let us confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of His Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man. And those who write also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven. And he sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray.